Good evening, and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Tonight, we're going to talk about Cream, the only rock and roll magazine that mattered. Well, the name of the documentary by Scott Crawford, Cream, America's only rock and roll magazine, because at that point, it was first started in 1969 and lasted until 1989 for 20 years. A lot of characters... A lot of articles, a lot of magazines. They pissed off a lot of people, especially Lester Banks, who was an editor and a writer for Cream Magazine. This documentary is interesting if you are not aware, which I wasn't, of the history of Cream Magazine, which started in Detroit, Michigan. Detroit, Michigan had a thriving rock scene. You think of the MC5, Iggy Pop and the Stooges, All of these different characters throughout the 1960s, 70s, and 80s. And at the forefront was Cream Magazine. This documentary has a cast of characters. You know, Lester Bangs and um, Barry Kramer are all gone. They went to that big magazine in the sky. Well, or on the other side of the wall. Yeah, here it is. Let's read the synopsis. Capturing the messy upheaval of the 1970s, just as The Rock was reinventing itself, the film explores Cream Magazine's humble beginnings in post-riot Detroit, follows its upward trajectory from underground paper to national powerhouse, then bears witness to an imminent demise following the tragic and untimely deaths of its visionary publisher, Barry Kramer, and its most famous alum and genius clown prince, Lester Bangs. A year later, 50 years after publishing its first issue, America's only rock and roll magazine remains a seditious spirit in music and culture. Directed by Scott Crawford. Huh. You've got all... Joan Jett is in this. Uh, Alice Cooper, Michael Stipe, Cameron Crowe. Cameron Crowe, who used to... Right for Cream Magazine as well as Rolling Stone. In fact, Almost Famous is kind of based on when he was writing for Rolling Stone and Cream. And there was Lester Bangs, played by Philip Seymour Hoffman, who was in Almost Famous. The real Lester Bangs is featured in this documentary through archival footage. So this documentary really is about those who lived it, who smoked it, who fucked it, you know. Um, I had heard of Cream Magazine, you know, throughout time. And I think when Michael Stipe was talking about it one time and how he saw an article about Patti Smith's horses and, you know, uh, if we can find it. Here, here's a clip from the documentary. Magazine was our Facebook. It was our social media. I lived by what was printed in Cream Magazine. It was a rock magazine with a capital R. Most people want to fit in somewhere. I wasn't going to find them in my high school. I found them in Cream Magazine. Buying Cream was a little bit like buying Playboy. You didn't want your parents to see either one of them. None of them had any business running, editing, or writing for a rock magazine. We're going to introduce everybody. Hi, hi. What's happening? What are you doing here? I sell dope downstairs. Barry always had an explosive temper. Got to hear that everybody get out? I had no credentials at all. 
We were this team of people who were all a little off. To put it in like a band comparison, that's when the band happened. Cream Magazine being based in Detroit gave it the grid. If you live in the Midwest, it's not all laid back and peace and love and good vibes. In 1971, the Rolling Stone party line was that the next big thing was James Taylor. Many teenagers went to Cream to learn about noisier stuff. Lester Bangs and I started the same day. He kind of liked going against the grain. What's popular? <laughs> he guys suck. Take Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. Here is like musical sterility um, at its pinnacle. There's no parallel for it in the rest of rock journalism. It was not a magazine that was about rock and roll. Rock and roll was taking place at the magazine. Everybody was politically incorrect. That's what made Cream so good. He told the truth. 50 years after Cream's first issue published, it still stands for something. Either you're in on the joke or you are the joke. America's only rock and roll magazine. Yeah. So the music was done by Wayne Kramer of the MC5. You know, the MC5 is known for that song. Well, they have that other song, um, Rambling Rose. Feeling happy, happy in love. Yeah. Um, and of course, you know that Fred Sonic Smith from the MC5, Mary Patty Smith. Yeah. Um, but they're known for that song, Kick Out the Jams, Motherfuckers. So Wayne Kramer does the music. He's also featured in the documentary. Alice Cooper, Joan Jett, um, Chad from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. You know, Barry um, Kramer's uh, son is in it. He inherited the, the magazine when he was just a kid because the father died. You know, it, it, I mean, this documentary, a lot of shit happened. A lot of crazy shit, a lot of good shit, a lot of sad shit. It's Cream Magazine. And they pissed people off, too. You know, they pissed off Patti Smith. They pissed off Lou Reed. Um, even though Lester Bangs loved and lived for the Velvet Underground. I guess he wanted to go after Lou Reed. And then they kind of established like a relationship of sorts as, as comrades, maybe. This documentary, it's, gre- it's greasy, it's grimy. The animation kind of reminded me of the Stooges documentary, Gimme Danger. Ooh, that's, that's a doc. Also a Detroit band, the Stooges, you know. In fact, one of the Stooges is mentioned in it, or he's in it, the guitarist, uh, Alexander. Um, but yeah, Cream Magazine, it, it made me think of that film Almost Famous, which came out 20 years ago, directed by Cameron Crowe. You know, that famous line that Kate Hudson's Penny Lane says, we are not groupies, we're band-aids. Yeah, we're band-aids. There were a couple of those at Cream Magazine. <laughs> yeah. Cream Magazine covered the obscene, the obscene, the insane, the, the de- you know, they weren't interested in the decadence of rock and roll like Rolling Stone. And so I can understand... You know why Cream Magazine came about. You know, Jan Winter just wanted to be on top of the world, and Cream Magazine was like, "We are the world." <laughs> you know, yeah. And, and you know, Detroit 
seems like it's a, a world away from Los Angeles and San Francisco. You know, San Francisco is where Rolling Stone was founded. And New York, New York is the, the publishing mecca of the world. Um, but Detroit, I've always been intrigued by Detroit. is because you, you think of all the music that came out of there. Okay, Motown, MC5, all this hard rock, garage rock, Eminem, D12. Come on, let's get real. I, I read recently that they're trying to cancel Eminem. Good luck. Not going to happen. But I've talked to people who think he's sold out, and I disagree with you right there. He is not sold out. He is still doing what he needs to do. So whatever. Eat it. But in the true essence of Cream Magazine, you know, where Lester Bangs like to tease and taunt people, you know, um, <laughs> last night's documentary was Billie Eilish, where this woman said that I guess she put out her album is completely satanic. And so I, I went off on that girl. I found her YouTube and I told her that, you know, or I, I said it in the nicest way. She says, Jesus saves. I said, well, honey, Satan will probably shake your hand first. So, you know, I just like to fuck with her. And um, I wouldn't recommend that. I didn't I didn't say it meanly, though. I said it very nicely in a very, oh, you're sweet, bless your heart type of way. Or as a friend of mine once said that, that bless your heart is also a double meaning in the South, which means go to hell. Yeah. I could be wrong. I could be right. But in the essence of Cree Magazine, you know, it, it is what it is. It's, it's about music. And I, you know, some nights I'll do a documentary. Some nights I'll do a feature film. Um, you know, the third anniversary of this podcast is coming up the 18th. You know, it's going to be a very Alice Cooper time. That song, 18. Yeah. <sighs> it's It's Sunday. It's Sunday. I, I finished Cream, the documentary, a little bit in the morning because I started to fall asleep. And, you know, sometimes you don't wanna you don't wanna finish the movie that way. And then the credits are rolling. Oh shit, I missed 20 minutes of it. You know. But my hat's off to Scott Crawford. Um this has a great cast of characters. Of course, the characters of Cream magazine. Yeah. It's available on iTunes. It's available on YouTube to rent. And I highly recommend it. If I can, I want to give you the synopsis of who is in it so that, okay, it's got 96 on the Rotten Tomatoes. This is a good cast of uh, of uh, talking heads. Cameron Crowe, Joan Jett, Alice Cooper, Gene Simmons, Susie Quarto, Paul Stanley, Kirk Hammett, Michael Stipe, Chad Smith, Thurston Moore, Chris Stein, Jeff Emmett, Lester Bangs, archival footage, Wayne Kramer, Lenny Kay, Craig S. Carpole. And then the, of course, the people who worked and lived at Cream, you know, one of them she dressed up as, uh, as, as part of the Kiss crew. I want to find it. Yeah, because there's a, there's a lot going on in this documentary, and a lot of the people in it are gone, you know? Okay, here we go. This is proper. Robert Duncan, who worked at Cream. Craig S. Caparo, a self-contributing writer. Barry Kramer, archival footage. He was a publisher. 
Dave Marsh, editor-in-chief, who later left and went to Rolling Stone, and Powers. Jean... I want to say her name right. Yuhelski. Yuhelski, self-senior editor. John Verat... Or, hold on, let's see. Varvados. Varvados, fashion designer. Edward, West Coast editor. Peter Wolf, self... The, the J... Uh, or, let's say it right here. The power of Siri. The J. Giles Band. J. Giles Band. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot going on in this. It is... You know, I, I I mean, I'm not harping on Rolling. I often I'll, I'll be honest with you. I think the the reviews in Rolling Stone, I've noticed especially lately, is that they're really shitty. And it's like, who, who are they getting the cat to review them? You know, so that's in the essence of Lester Banks, um, who not a lot of people liked. You know, my 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 thing about music reviews is this: if you like it, great. You know, um, I will just give a shout out to Rolling Stone and um, troll them again because they didn't they didn't even review Deftones Ohms. I I still think that's weird. It was it was the high, it was a top rock album of the year or metal album, but you know whatever, fuck it. Ah, Cream Magazine, Cream, America's only rock and roll magazine, also. They took that because his favorite band was Cream. You know, Eric Clapton, Ginger Baker, and... uh, What was the other guy's name? Cream Band. Because, you know, they were the cream with the crop. Eric Clapton is the only one left. Uh, Ginger Baker, Jack Bruce, and Eric Clapton. So the... The creators of Cream Magazine saw the name, you know, because they liked the band Cream and thought, hey, but let's change the letters. And then they had this little, um, what is it? This mascot that um, someone had designed so that he could go see the doctor. I guess it was a, it was a trade-off. Okay. Yeah, here we go. Or is it the mascot? <laughs> the mascot. I really enjoyed it, though. I, I think uh, these documentaries breathe life. I didn't even go out last night. I thought, you know, I'm going to... Oh, Boy Howdy. The magazine's memorable mascot, Boy Howdy, was designed by underground artist R. Crumb. Cream uh, prided itself on its single-minded focus on rock music, whereas Rolling Stone covered pop culture and politics as well. And so that's Cream, um, the only rock and roll magazine in America, directed by Scott Crawford. As always, unpleasant dreams.